lots of rocky road. Saw some sneaked fo- uh, leaked photos from mum yeah. of the batch that she's put through. Just a, we're talking like a big slab. So does she does she do the rectangle? Or is she more of a block operator? Um, a rectangle operator. Think of like even like a baking, not a tin, but like one of those like a trays. brownie, brownie, yeah, yeah kind of like that, yeah. yeah. So it's wide. It's got it's got great depth to it too. Um, she cooks it in bulk because my brother's an absolute whore for it. Mm. I got to scrap tooth and nail to get my fair share. What do you like in your rocky road? Um. I like traditional Rocky Road, but I don't love the marshmallows or an abundance of marshmallows. Oh, very similar. It's a bit tacky to me, and I'm just like, at the best of times, I'm not a marshmallow guy. I find it a filler, a little bit of a cop out. You yeah. Know when you get it from like Daryl Lee, mm. they just have the biggest fuck off marshmallows in there. You bite in, I'm expecting a nice crunch. Half of it's there. Yeah. It's, it's really disappointing when you take a bite and just to like, have all marshmallow because the texture doesn't vibe at all with the crunch of Rocky Road um so yeah you know what I like in my Rocky Road what scotch finger biscuits wow I've never had that before yeah, yeah. a bit of crunch it feels like that would go really well yeah, it does it does try it I might I might have to put that in the order for next year scotch fillet uh, sorry, oh it's I'm... not scotch fillet scotch, <laughs> scotch fillet <laughs> scotch fillet uh, Rocky Road would be very interesting um Scotch biscuits, underrated snack. They're not something that I want year-round. No. But on a certain occasion, in a certain type of thing, I really enjoy it. Um, just if this is staying in, apologise. There's going to be a little bit of squeaking. We've got a special guest um, joining us. We're in my living room and we have the dog, Bonnie, who's just taken to a squeaky toy in our feet. Um, Almost couldn't be closer to the mic. And she, she's, she's right on the mic. Hey, Bon. And I won't hear a bad thing said about Bonnie because no. at, the end of the, oh, at the end of the day, this <laughs> is her house and she'll squeak wherever she wants to she's squeak. She's been here the longest out of any of us, so... Um, she's trying to angling. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, you know, there might be some jangling throughout. There might be a bit of squeaking, but you just have to deal with that. Don't tell her. I'm, I might just hide the ball as she, as she stands on the, on the stairs wagging her tail with intense eye contact hoping for a throw potentially but it's not coming Bond it's not coming that could come back to Hoy I reckon it could it could we'll see um, she does like to have a sook she <laughs> yeah. toys, but she's got she's got ample toys that um, another, don't squeak another one's just around the corner yeah she'll come up here with Big Bird in about five minutes I guarantee it I would like to see Big Bird Big, Big Bird's also a squeaker <laughs> um, yeah. but she doesn't like Big Bird for the squeak she likes it for the floppiness of like its body and the, and the thrash she so it could be a different it. sound effect yeah. yeah yeah Mac is also a big thrower he went to the groomers very North Shore poodle of him um, and when it's around Christmas he gets to pick a toy like the groomer has like a stand he goes yeah. and picks a toy which just is him sniffing around whichever one he sniffs the most that's the one he's taking because everyone just assumes that's what he wants yeah and he throws this fucker over the couch then jumps over the couch to get it chucks it back over loves it yeah so I think most dogs can get around the floppiness and the throwability yeah of a toy now my my actual dog Billy uh, shout out to Billy blue healer very active um Loves a run around. 
Doesn't yeah. doesn't get around the throw at all. Now, has, can I just... Sorry to interrupt. Does Bonnie have one of the all-time noses? Is Bonnie going to sniff this thing out in about two Bonnie's, seconds? Bonnie's pretty clued in. Um, but she's also like... She, she's, she's frantically trying to find <laughs> this ball that is hidden. Um, it's just, she's Bonnie, don't look at me, Bonnie. I'm not involved in this. Where is it, Bonnie? Yeah, you're in she's the, close. You're she, she's close. Hot. She knows where it is. I don't, I don't pay it. Yeah, she knows yeah, exactly yeah. where it is. Bon, you got a squeak? Give give us one. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Good girl. So sorry, Billy. Billy, not doesn't get around the throw at all. Can if you take it to the park and kick. She's big on kicking and chasing a ball if you kick it. But if you pick as soon as you pick it up and throw it, she's like, what the fuck? I'm not doing that. Very interesting. Yeah. Now, I was scrolling TikTok the other night, as I normally do before bed, and they were saying, this is somewhat off topic, they were saying, if you have a dog and it doesn't want to come back to you at the dog park or the park, put your hands above your head and say, come, and the dog will come. Really? That's that's what I was told. Because I, I was the same. I was like, surely you just say come. Yeah. No. And the comments were like, this works. I wonder what that is. Have you tried it? I haven't. But also, my dog's trained enough to come back yes. when I say come. So is Billy. So it's a very niche skill or yeah tip. Because I, I feel like at the best of times, if you say come, they'll just come. And you can do whatever you want with your hands. Who was that dog trainer? The famous one? Um, um, the like South American guy. Yeah, yeah. What was his name? Um, oh, Christ. Um... I'm giving you nothing. Oh, it's gonna be on, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm just picturing of the South Park episode that he um that they yeah, have a character of him and he trains Cartman. Oh I don't know. I can't remember. No, we'll come back to that one. Yeah, it'll it'll hit me but halfway through the episode. It reminds me very much of a him trick. Yes. Like he'll walk into this house and this chihuahua's biting everyone. Yeah. He gives it one slap on the nose and this thing's the most well trained dog you've ever seen. Yeah, that guy. I watched a video of him. I would. I'd have to Google it. I have to find out his name. Um, it's like something cruise. I'm pretty sure. Um, um, he like there's like this dashant that's like Caesar Milan. Caesar Milan. <laughs> Caesar yes. Milan. It's a great name. Um, yeah, this like dashant's like sitting on its owner's lap and it's like very protective, and it like bite like barks and nips it. Caesar Milan. And he just like wrangles this thing onto the floor and just like <laughs> pins it down just like till it's wigging out. And it's making the most horrific noises. And the It's just like very hostile aggressive behaviour towards dogs. So I feel like he does it probably works, but Were the owners some, wigging? Did they show the owners? Um like, They weren't wigging, they were like they were like scared. But I feel like they were more scared because like the dog had bitten Caesar and then Caesar's gone, right. Come here, you little shit. I'm gonna fucking put you in place for real. <laughs> it's probably a no no in the industry buying yeah. Caesar Milan. Uh, and I remember reading the comment, I saw it in a YouTube video, or maybe an Instagram, and the comments are like, yo, Caesar Milan was wrong for this. Which, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah, Caesar Milan. Uh, Bonnie's given up on the ball, although she does want to play, but she's given up on the squeak. Bless her heart. Um, now, I've got a... Something that made my 
one of the, one of my days this week. Yeah. I think it was Tuesday. No, it was Monday. So good way to start the week. Bit of bit of context, and I've brought some props to show you. Don't know how well they'll go on oh, wow. an audio medium, but last week, um, and I might also. So our real estate agent up the road on King Street. Uh, let me just find the correct name of them. Rain and Horn Real Estate Agents. Put on, uh, as all you know, good institutions do, a free Santa photo. So I think it's a Saturday morning. Um, everyone's pretty jolly in the, you know, it's Saturday morning. We've got plans that night. What better way to start the day than getting dressed up, going to eat your free Santa photo? Now this thing's geared towards children and families with young children. So five guys rock up, dressed. Not to the nines, but but dressed up enough that you're like, oh, these guys want a sound photo. Are we talking smart casual? Uh, no, not smart casual. There is there's a couple of shirts going around, but you know, just like long, like not Saturday morning attire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? gotcha. It's we, not active. We right? put pants on. We yeah, put yeah. pants on. Yeah. Um, so we go and we walk in. Five guys. There's a few people there. Starting to get like some looks and some smiles, and we're we're being pretty chatty, pretty pretty jovial, and we're getting some laughs. And um, Santa's just finishing up with this family, and we're talking to the guys at the desk. And this girl's like, "Oh, you want to fill out your um your uh, list for Santa?" And we go, "Yeah, haha, let's let's fill out this list yeah. for Santa." Um. So we're like, "Oh, what should we put on this thing?" So we write our address down. That's who it's to. Oh, what do we want, boys? What do we want? Mm, I want a cyber truck. Done. Cyber truck. Um. Oh, flamethrower. Done. Put a flamethrower on. Cool, let's hex it would be nice too. Yeah, okay, okay, cool, let's hex it. We get a phone call on Monday from our agent. Hey boys, you around? Oh yeah, yeah, some of us are home, some of us are home. Oh cool, because um, Santa's coming around later today with your gifts. <laughs> <laughs> and and so we're talking in the group chat, we're like, didn't we ask for a Cybertruck, a flamethrower, and let's hex it? We're like, yeah, right, okay, interesting. Anyway, knock on the door, three guys come in. Um, they're all looking pretty happy. They've brought with them one of those big checks, like those really big checks, like for show. Yeah. And they've they've presented it to Leo, my housemate, who's a guest on the pod a couple of episodes ago, with with four two dollar coins strapped to it, and they take a photo with him, and they go, "Gorgeous lads, there's your less hex debt." But they've also brought more gifts, Connor. I'll show you the Christmas photo. Um, they've also provided us a lighter. Oh, that's charming. They provided us the lighter for the flamethrower yeah. and a Hot Wheels Cybertruck that I now hold in my hand. That's very good from them. Plus, plus 12 Coronas. Um, yeah, 12 Coronas, currently sitting in the fridge. Are these the best real estate agents of all time? They, real estate agents get a bad rap. I, want, I wanted to go on record that the guys at Rain Horn, I forgot the name already, Rain, yeah, Rain and Horn Newtown. Yeah. Good guys. And a sense of humour. Yeah, sense of humour. We sent them an email being thanks. Um, we said, um, by the way, if you if you want to actually contribute to our less hex debt, feel free, feel free to bring, tell Santa to bring the um, additional $248,000 and leave it behind the bins and pick that up. Um, and they went, oh, maybe next year, lads. Maybe next year on that one. But yeah, that was just a nice little moment of Christmas joy that made my week this week. That is nice. You don't expect that. No, you don't. Um... The Cybertruck's what really makes it. It ties yeah. it all together. Because that's effort. Light is not effort, really. Um, it's effort to come to the house. 
eight dollars. That's that's actually pretty nice. But an actual finding a, a Hot Wheels Cybertruck, that's effort. Can and I, I like effort. I like effort. Can I tell you the other side of real estate agents? Yeah. I've been doing some inspections. Yeah. Down in the ACT. We're talking Tuesday midday. You know, planned all week. Get to the first inspection. Wait about five minutes. Place just isn't opening up. Homeowner then comes out and goes, real estate agents forgot. Do you want me to take you through? And I'm like, like, all right. Like, I'm here. Like, I'm not going to say no. Yeah. Like, I do want to see the place. I mean, you're in Canberra after all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was very nice of her, but also it's a bit like, it's just awkward. Yeah. So we're walking through the kitchen. She has a stationary bike. Have I told you this? No. She has a stationary bike, like, next to her bench top. And she starts going on about how if I were to get the place, I could put the stationary bike here or I could put it in a different spot. But she likes it here because the sun comes in. Yeah. But then it's also, she's able to see the TV. Yeah. And all I'm thinking about is, I don't have a fucking stationary <laughs> bike. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm like, all right, like, can I just like see the rest of the place? She's just giving me the tour. Like, she's got all of her clothes out and shit. I'm like, oh, fuck, get me out of here. Yeah. Next place. I'm in Sydney Special 15 minutes later, so drive to it, get there, go into the lifts, scan the buzzer to like press the level, scans it, eh, like red, can't press it, eh, can't press it. I'm like, what's going on here? She's like, brought the wrong keys, wrong apartment block. Oh no. So then she had to go back to the office, get the other ones. We're talking half an hour. The office isn't around the corner. I just wanted to highlight the highs and lows of- Yeah, of the game. Of the game, yeah, yeah, of rental market real estate agents um back to the the woman with the bike yeah because this has perked my interest is the bike coming with the house no no I, I asked I was like is this place coming <laughs> furnished she's like no 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 just in case you're into biking on a stationary bike and I know biking is big in Canberra like they're yes. big bike guys yes yes they are but it's also just a road thing to assume someone has a stationary bike that is going to live in the kitchen yeah I wonder if she's gone into autopilot trying to dip her toe in the real estate game and she's she's caught herself talking about this bike going, what am I doing? This guy doesn't care about my bike. <laughs> yeah, you reckon she's scrambling. She's gone, oh, I, I need to put on my like, all-time It's a precious, you're already being intruded on. Like, you're already kind of probably self-conscious. Like, people are saying all your shit. Like, it's not, you're not dictating terms there, are you? No. And you, you probably don't know the square meterage just to fucking get out off the top of the dome. So you're going, what can I talk about? What can I highlight? And you're probably trying to deflect away, um, deflect away from like, you know, any impurities of the house. But you're just like, hey, check out this bike. It's pretty sick. You know, maybe there's like a fucking, just a pile of shit in the corner or like the kitchen's fucked and you're just looking at this bike. To be fair... Was I, it endearing or was it not endearing? Did, now, did it make you want it more or well, not? Now that I'm sitting here, I, it didn't make me want the place more. It probably made me want a stationary bike more. Right. If that makes sense. She sold me on the bike. So she's in the wrong game. Not the place, yeah. Or maybe she's a bike saleswoman. And she's just had to apply that to the house stuff. But she's like, all I know is selling bikes. Could be. She could be a rebel sport manager, for all yeah. we know. But... I was even today I'm still thinking maybe a bike in the kitchen close to the TV is like nice maybe I'll get into my riding era yeah just get fit while cooking dinner it's pretty Nazi though yeah 
It's a bit on the nose. Yeah, it is on the nose. Particularly when people come over, I just don't want to have to explain that every time. Mm. Oh, oh, you're cycling again, Connor. Good, good, <laughs> good, good. Uh, good. See, see, the mood's going well. You want to sit down for dinner? No, I'm just gonna, <laughs> just gonna have this one on the bike. Thanks, Tori. Oh yeah, no worries, no worries. Um, Ivac, on Canberra, you've just, you've just reminded me um, to bring this up with you. Uh, there is a chance your boy might be joining you in Canberra next year. Really? I received an offer to Canberra uh, for university. To do what? Um, so I applied to do the uh, Masters of International Relations there and they offered me two graduate diplomas to then extend into a Masters. So okay. that's in my breadbasket of options at the moment. And I just, because ANU, I applied to ANU. Yeah. It was very last minute. I was just like, oh, true, a is a university. It has, like, a good faculty for that. Do, do you know the things that I do to make, to make that happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, so what, what do I need to do from my <laughs> to make this happen? Uh, yeah. Well, you need, you need, you need Melbourne and, and UNSW to both knock me back, so... Alright, so I so need you're to get on the phone. I need to find some heavy Give us some character references. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the things I've seen this guy do, you don't want him. You don't want him. He's a pig. Yeah. He's a pig. Look, on, on one hand, do I want a mate down there, or on the other hand, do I want to ruin his future aspirations? Well, no, I actually think the Canberra one's like a really good option. It's just like the only fallback of that is that. It's, it's now, I, I, I'm a big advocate for Canberra. I like when I go to Canberra. But, but it's living there is maybe a different story. Yeah. Yeah. Great university. Potentially yeah. bad city. I don't want to talk bad because I am going down there. Yeah. We could get into our tries together, mate. We, we can both become bike guys. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about stationary bikes. I've been on the lookout for a road bike. Yeah. Have I told you about this? Uh, not since we last spoke about it a couple months ago. I've been researching. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely getting one. Definitely getting one. Feb, Feb next year, Feb 2024, I will have a bike. Wow. This is a promise. A promise? And a guarantee. And a guarantee. Are you going to become a cycling guy or are you doing it for tries? No, it's try. Okay. I don't think I have just just cycling just in me at the moment solo cycling I just, I'm this, glad you've said that I don't think oh, I, and this is no offence to just cycling guys yeah but I think I'm a little bit too young for that yes I feel like I have more life left in me yeah. before I'm just a cyclist just guy. a cyclist yeah um, and there's just like a lot of there's a bad name around cyclists you know there is I actually gave it a go when I was down in Canberra last week. Yeah. Gave the cycling a go. Little, little Big pace. fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Big yeah. fan. How far did you ride? Oh, not not far. Maybe 10Ks. Yeah, okay. But this is on Tori's so was this, bike with was, a basket. Was this in and around your brave five kilometer run? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. the high athlete. Well, Tori had the car. As we know, I got the bus down. Yeah. Um, and so I had to... Kevin. Yeah, I had to shout out to him. I was doing well. I had to pick up some things, and I was like, "It's a pretty long walk." This was a thirty-seven degree day. Yeah. What maybe Thursday? Wow. Um, so I went out early, like early-ish, like wow. nine or ten. Um, Tori's bike that she got for a hundred bucks, ridden it once. Um, shout out to that. Um, but really nice bike, basket at the front, so versatile, and then like a nice brown leather seat. Yeah. Some good gears, yeah. but it's it's a hobby bike. It's not a. It's not a. Try bike by any no, stretch of the imagination. No, no, definitely not. Um, but if you can learn on that, mate, you can do it. Imagine what the ceiling is. On the well, that's what I'm bike. thinking. I can pick up some speed. But big fan of the cycle paths. 
And you can ride on the footpaths there. Yes. Which, yes. maybe it's because I'm not a cycle guy. I don't like riding on the road. Me either. It, it wigs me out. I feel like I'm going to get sideswiped yeah. at any moment. Yeah. So I'm just on edge. So I was really enjoying it. Um, sweat like a pig, to be fair, but enjoying it. That's good, man. Get those endos hitting. Yeah. So, yeah, Feb 2024 bike guy to then be a triathlon guy. <sighs> That is music to my ears. Yeah. Music to my ears. Now, I don't want to... Because I want to keep going on this, but have you noticed our laptops have synced up in their yes. screens? Well, I haven't noticed. I'm now very aware of it. Have you ever had that before? No. How would you describe it? Because obviously we're not, not great for audio. It's like... Um, it's like... The Northern Lights, but a bit more colourful and red and blue and orange and yellow and less green. But it's that kind of like shimmering light, crystallised, crystallised maybe not the word, but come on. Speaking of Canberra, if we were at Dobinson Place, we would be loving this right now. Oh yeah, that place was comfortable. One of the best lawns in the game. But that, see... That's a nice Christmas present, but is are you then going to rip that away from me in the new year? Well, here, I feel like the next few weeks will be will be telling. Very you telling. Know, there will be a mid-Jan moment of, of levity where... Decisions need to be made. Decisions will need to be made about which city will, will <laughs> house me in 2024. So i got to sell you now. Yeah. If, and you know what? Um, you might be Canberra's... Second biggest ally, you know, the 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 just the nature of the course and faculty being one, okay. and you being a very close second. <laughs> I, There's not see, someone else's. See, I, it, there was a second there. I was like, how am I not number one? And um, then, then I remember, oh yeah, Kevin, Kevin's number one. Kevin, <laughs> I'm coming to see you, buddy. I can't wait. Um, now, are we are we padding because there's been basically bugger all happened in rugby league this week? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Oh, it's not a deliberate padding. A few big things happened. Luai signed to the Tigers. Well, but, the... but not really. Well, it's not pen to paper, but basically. But they've been saying he's not leaving this year. They're not going to release him for 2024. They've, yeah, they've, they've adamantly said he's it's, not It's a 2025 job. So we've we got a while to talk about it. I'd really like him for 2024, though. See, I actually don't mind it because... I'm thinking we get Bud and Latu yeah. to play, see which one we want, and they are who pair with Jerome in with 2025. Jerome. Now, is that me riding off this year? No. I think we could still win it all with those two there. And what happens if we do win it all with those two there? And then it's like, well, Jerome's coming on 1.2. Jerome's one of the all-time 14s in the game. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Well, you'd be the most expensive number 14 in the game. That's okay. We've got money to spare. That's true. We do. No, I guess that's... that's. You're not wrong in that it will make the halves play a bit more out of their skin, but then just become, like, intrinsically motivated. Like, it's a bit cutthroat. It's a bit, I'll do what's best for me, not the team. Yeah, I guess Probably you can take the team out of it. And, look, we're... I'm forgetting about Aiden Caesar. Yeah, who, who could... Who could maybe have the C on his arm. This time, four months. He could have one of the all-time he could, seasons. He could be he had anything, that guy. 
Aiden Caesar. Pipes on him. Yeah, Aiden Caesar Milan. As he's, Aiden Caesar. As he will be known from this moment on. <laughs> now I want to get back to Bud because I actually just saw that on Instagram just before that his Instagram tag is Bud underscore Sullivan, and I think that's a way better name than Jaden Sullivan. Just Bud. I like Bud the Spud, but it's also not the most endearing name. <laughs> yeah, no, not in a rugby context, but Bud the Spud's got some groove to it. It fits in nicely with the um, charisma and culture. Yeah, department. which we need. Yeah, which we do need, led up by. This is actually reminding me of other Tiger news, but we can keep talking about Bud. Well, I don't know how much I have more I have to say about Bud, except. I like his name. Merry and that's Christmas. A, and that's enough. Best of luck. Yeah, yeah, that's enough. That's enough for me. The other Tigers news was promising young outside back. Um, junior Tupo gone. Yeah. Ring the bells, Connor. The love of my life is gone. Junior Tupo. Tupo? Is that uh, who you were going to bring up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one stings. It does sting. Fucking Wayne. Has that been official? Made official yet? I don't think made official, but I think it's I think yeah. done. I, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good signing for the Dolphins. It's a really good signing. Who have made a few really good signings. Now, same thing as Jerome. Do we play him this year? Knowing he's not staying? Yes. Is it still put best team out on the park? Yeah, because he's a winger, I feel like. He's like... And I'm not knocking wingers. But I feel like wingers don't need as much... It's not like a development thing. Like, he's like... And I could be wrong on this. I probably am. But I feel like he's close. Like, he's... he's, We're not going to... It's not like we're going to make him really good to then go to the Dolphins and leave us. And, like, we're going to miss out on blooding some other winger. Because I feel like wingers do a pretty good job of just, like, coming into a team and executing. It's fair. And I think... Because he is so good. We'd want that. If we're playing him at centre... I can I can get the point of like maybe not, mm. but a wing, um, I'd for sure play him every week, even if he is going to the Dolphins next year because I think he's probably well, by far the best outside back we've got. I agree. I think that centre experiment is done. Mm. I think we can get our other centres in there. Yeah, because we got plenty of them. Yeah, and he can truck. We gotta make a spot for Brent. Well, Brent apparently Olam is back on the table. Do you want Olam? Just, I know I'm jumping, but... Um, I think I do want Olam selfishly for the fanatical PNG fan, but I still come with it, you know? Yeah, that would be good to have in the comments section. Yeah, it's a bit more love um, and less hate filled in the, well, the dialogue around the club. You say less hate, but if one of our halves stopped giving Olam good ball, oh, you, you'll see how they turned. They, they turned on Munster. It's true, they did. Um, I want I want Olin. He's good. It's also good for the highlight reel. Like, yeah, I agree. He's at least gonna have two highlights where he just runs over someone. Yeah, and the, and we're not even talking about defense yet. Like, he's gonna be snapping blokes. Well, he, see the thing is, he either snaps or he makes one of the worst reads known it's to me. It's true. It's true. He he gets too premeditated with the snap that sometimes it leads to a misread. Um. But yeah, I want all. I want all. I would agree. So then we we would have Olam and Brent. 
Yes, although I do feel like we're missing someone. Stafford um, Toa? Yes. Yes, unless you played him on the wing and just shafted um, Cameron Marlowe, which I'm fine with, and North Luna, which I'm also fine with. I am fine with that. We actually got some stocks in the outside backs. Yes, we do. Shit, I feel like we always... Shit stains is still... Yes, and I like his haircut. He has a new haircut. It's just like, not really a haircut. He's just grown it out a little bit. He's looking... um, he's, You know how he used to be close to a buzz cut? Like, it was very short? Yeah, I feel like it was zeros up until the middle of his head and yeah. then it sort of tapered up. It's like, it's, a, it's just like filled out a lot more and it's okay. just like... It's looking good. More of a grown man's haircut? Yes. It looks like, it kind of looks like I'm ready to move on from my boyish years into being just a little bit more of a of a man. Yeah, so you think Brent's got his ear and go, mate, that's not a CNC haircut. I think he's stepping up. That's what I think. I think it's a haircut that's stepping up. Fuck, it's good to hear. I wanted to give a shout out to friend of the pod, Jeremy Chisholm. Jeremy um, Chisholm! And his dragons for signing absolutely no one. Fucking oath. Um, which gets me up to the next topic, AFB to the Sharks. Yeah, it's a great signing. It's a signing that pains me. Um, out of nowhere, too, the Sharks. Yeah, I have no idea where that came from. And as soon as like I read it, I was like, that is such a great signing. I'm pretty sure he took less money to go there as well. Well, I, I like. I feel like if AFB signed with us, it'd always be a bit of a cash grab, and he'd probably leave in like a year, because he seems to be that kind of player that like likes to leave after a year. Yeah. Have one of the all-time seasons. Yeah. Get, get your dick hard, and, and then, then get money there. coming in, yeah. and then be like, I'm actually going to go sign with the, the Roosters or something. Yeah. So, if he's going to go to like. Sharks are like, I like it for the Sharks. They have a nice forward pack now. Yes. Although I, I am curious because I thought the Warriors, Warriors wanted a swap. So I wonder if they're taking anyone from the pack. Could be a couple of juniors. Yeah. I don't know. Could give up a couple of juniors. Yeah. But you still got Dale there, who I don't know how long he's got yeah, there. Yeah, I reckon he's got like a year left. Um, Hamian, uh, Ueli. Ueli, yeah. yeah. Um, T. Got, Wilton yeah Nakora Nakora um, they've got like that Rudolph Frank Pele yep Pele. It's, so it's pretty fucking strong it's a big pack it's a strong pack um, just got to deliver around November now I did think like their, their back rows were good but their front row probably lacked a bit of punch that they've yeah. missed since Fafita went out of the game I guess he's Somewhat similar to Fafita, he's got an offload in him. Yeah, he's pretty somewhat creative. A lot of leg drive. Yeah, great signing from them. Yeah, but otherwise, can you think of any other rugby league news? Um, trying to like mentally go through the teams, and there hasn't been much. There was that little court case that got wrapped up. Uh, junior Ramon, Ramon. Yeah. yeah, gone, gone. gone. Yeah, I thought he got off. No, no, but he escaped jail time. Yeah, he's been deregistered though. Okay, damn. Yeah, <laughs> another one goes down. Yeah, yeah. I guess you can't be hitting boys and hammers, can you? Pro- probably not. No, probably not. That's probably a no no. Um. Yeah, it's been it's been quite an unusually I guess. 
as the um, closing on Christmas, people it's wrapping up. Did see that Beth and Cleary helping Mary Fowler at the airport. That was nice to see. It's. I want the best for them. Now, can I can I comment on my interpretation of the images of yeah, Beth and Cleary? Comment. She wears the pants in that relationship. Yeah. It, he's looking very smitten and he's like and she in the, at least in the photo I saw she looks like slightly unfazed she's a little bit more poker face to me yes he he's like a boy on Christmas yes like he's just he can't contain himself no that's a nice thing yeah well that's if you're her you'll love it you'll love yeah. that yeah but she she was a little bit more like oh can we get out of here yeah like Grab the suitcase yeah. quick. So like, I don't, I don't know if I want Jude Bellingham seeing these photos in case he wants to make a move on me, kind of thing. You know. Um, but I just want the best for him. Yeah. Just, just a very lovely couple. Just a great, great couple, and we hope they have children soon. How soon? Pretty soon. I don't know if I want her prime. Oh, that's true. Ruined by. That. That's true. That's true. And maybe ruined is the wrong yeah, term. Yeah, careful there. But what are you saying about motherhood? <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like maybe we let it get into a work a little bit more. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And then may, maybe around the Save the save the date. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll know when the time is right. I'm Should... not putting pressure on you guys. <laughs> no um, pressure. <laughs> no. It's no, it's pressure. just we just want we want you guys to do well and we want you guys to fulfil your obligations to the country in producing more heirs to different thrones and, and look if I'm going to sit here I think we need a few heirs I think we need we're, a few we're not just getting one here we I think we need three plus I, I think we need three plus I reckon we need one rugby league one I think we need probably some twins in the football game and then anything else can go do you, do you even waste anyone else in rugby union or you just let them suffer in their own no I, I think they've made their bed sure so but I th- I think we need we need at least two for soccer. I wouldn't mind a tennis player. We I do need we do need. Two. I would take a tennis. Player, yeah, I'd take yeah. a tennis player. I think we need at least two because soccer is something I can get behind. Yeah, if we're doing well. If we're doing well, yeah. Which historically we haven't done well. Well, we've done well, but but we're never at a at a stage where it's like there's real belief. Like we overachieve, like we did at the World Cup, maybe even the last two World Cups. Um. Because we're just chronic overachievers as a country in a sporting sense. Um, but I think we need like big names there to, to have people hooked from the get-go. Yeah. And wouldn't it be ironic if Mary Fowler saved the men's Australian soccer team? Let's, be let's be honest, couldn't name a single one. Don't know anything besides Tim Cahill. Yes, I, I'm, in my mind, Tim Cahill still plays with soccer <laughs> Well, the man who posts his highlights, he, yes. you'd almost think he does. Yes. Um, so maybe we need a couple for the women's and a couple for the men's. So let's say we want one rugby league heir. Yeah. And if it needs to, I guess we can take Jet Cleary's seat for that. And then, yeah, we're allocating everything else towards football. I wouldn't mind, like, a firstborn being, like, Nathan's prodigy child. Um, as Bonnie sniffs the mic not sure how that's going to come through um, being like just an out and out rugby league player 
and then you just get the youths just running around with a soccer ball as Nathan goes to work with with the eldest born. Look, and there might there might be a case where a book comes out and the kids go, Nate put everything into the firstborn. Yeah. He wanted this kid to be rugby league, and the rest of the kids maybe didn't get enough attention from dad. Yeah. A, am I willing to make that <laughs> sacrifice? Yes. Yeah, I am too. And I'd like to hope Nate is for the for the nation, for rugby league in general. Well, I think he knows he's firstborn, and he's been. I mean, approaching the pudding, isn't it? Yeah. I actually don't know if he's firstborn. He might have an older sister. There is a sister. There is a sister. I want to say she's younger. Yeah, okay. And that's that's from that TikTok video era. I yes. want to say she's younger. Yes. That tracks. Yeah. As Bonnie <laughs> whips the mic with the tail. Yes. Um, now, now that I've said one for Oak Billy, we might need two because you know what I'm thinking? Yeah. I'm thinking... Both prodigal sons. One's a little bit less or a little bit shitter than the older one. Yeah. Didn't get as much attention from dad. The older one starts carving up at Penrith. He goes, I don't want to be in his shadow. Let's go to the West Tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then we have one at Penrith who then plays for New South Wales. Yeah. Let's just take Penrith out of it. Yeah, yeah, New South Wales. New South Wales. First, always. Yeah. We then have the second born who he can be the other half in origin. Yeah, but he also tears it up for the Tigers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's seven in the Tigers, six at New South Wales level, um, and there's like a healthy amount of debate of like, well, is is the Tigers one actually better? And it just it just feels greatness yeah. all around. And look, I think he goes maybe it's a bit of an fu to Ivan. Yeah. He goes, well, you walked out on Tigers, so I'm gonna take him to yeah. the top. I'm gonna get back on the bus. Remember that bus yeah. you hopped off? Yeah, the bus, the bus is still there, somewhere. Well, I've just repaired the bus. Yeah, yeah. And now the bus is even better than oh, it was God, before. The bus a, is full. It's a better bus. It's a better bus. Um, I had something. And it's just escaped me. It's just left me. Oh, good girl. But if I'm going to tie that up, I think six, just to be safe. Six kids. Six. Yeah, I agree. Um, we are lacking. Siblings in the NRL at the moment, aren't we? Like, I feel like there's not too many. There's the Bromwiches still getting around. I can't really think of any other prolific. None, none are coming to the head. Since the Morrises left, like, they were good. You had the Stewarts, that was ages ago. The brothers were always good. Like, they were always good at what they did. Oh, were. Tom and Jake. Tom and Jake. I mean, I can't Tom believe I forgot that one. I guess it's because Tom's always injured, and they're three. Yeah, I guess Tom barely plays. But Manly, I mean, we don't count them, really. Do we? Not really. New South Wales, yeah. But. Fuck Manly. Fuck Manly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. You know who. If we're just going to cover all sports here, because obviously we can't put everything on Nathan and Mary. Yeah. Um, Elisa Healy and Mitch Stark need to. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to say get a move on. But. Got to start thinking yeah. about it. And with Stark's new IPL contract, there's there's plenty of money in the kitty to, you know, be be pumping out a pumping out some some kids and b getting them into getting them to the academies. Oh, well, we've seen them both play. This kid could be one of the all time all rounders. Yes, he could be football and cricket. And then couples <laughs> looking even a couple of Stark Healy's and and Cleary Fowler's in the, in that team. 
Are you are you thinking rugby league in the winter, cricket in the summer? Yes. Wow. And then maybe they all come together for the football team every four years if they needed. Oh yeah, just for the World Cup. Just for the World Cup. That's it, mate. Maybe if the Olympics in there, if you want. Oh. Uh, I think World Cup's a bit bigger. If. Yeah, if if it's you know appetite the Olympics, yeah, sure. Well, I'd like to think we have a good enough team, but they don't need to be there for the qualifiers. No, we're no, just no. we're just talking group stage and finals. It's a it's a show up. It's like our our ODI team. It's like they don't play. No, none of the big dogs play the the weird bilateral series. They just rock up when it counts and they deliver. Um, which is a legacy and a tradition I can get around. Um, we, I think it's a good segue into cricket because I don't know about you, but since we last recorded, that's been dominant on my mind. I've it's been, been front of mind. Yeah, I've actually been waiting for this next test to come in. Yeah. So all the, the women are playing. Not sure how they're going, but best of luck. Yes. Um, I just want more bulk runs. I want, I want, a, I want a Steve Smith century. Um, I'd like a Marnus one as well. So would I. But, but in order, in like my hierarchy of needs, it's smudge first. Probably a, a Marnus and one a second. And then... I guess because everyone else has already been delivering Head, Kawaja, um, Marsh. Carey can get one if he wants. Yeah, Carey, I could see another one from Carey. That'd be good. Um, and if we if we debut a young guy in the West Indies test, I'd like to see Batana from them too. Why not? Yeah. Now, I just want to get around the fourth day of the test match. On a, on a tough pitch... Kawadra and Marsh are just making it look easy, just slapping blokes around for fun as Kawadra races to a, a century so that we can declare. He doesn't quite get there, yeah. but by the end, he's... And I'm not sure if you're watching this, Connor, but he's hitting at everything, um, and there's not a single delivery waste. He's, he's pulling out the T20 shots to try to get a ton up. He's being so selfless about it. Ends up getting out for 90. Mitch Marsh has just gone from, like, 30 to 62 in, like couple of overs we are punishing these bowlers and then we just get out there and roll them for like 80 odd and it was some of the most satisfying I won't say some of the best bowling but some of the most satisfying bowling I've seen in a hot minute yeah it was nice to see Uzi because I wouldn't say he was racing at the start of the innings he, no he takes a little bit to ease in which I don't mind but we were rocked we were 2 that. for 5 at the beginning of the yeah. so he well within his right but it was nice to see that different side of him where he's just like you know what fuck it let's fuck just it. throw the bat let's just have a hack um, and then that last well when we were bowling you knew it was coming because the first things what they they played a miss like 60 times yeah so you knew you knew it was coming like they couldn't have another innings like like that yeah and just back on back on Stark Everything before he, see, he so he took the first over, and everything before it was how he was like a bit spray in the first innings. Um, the Fox commentary being like, "Oh, I can't remember who it was, but someone had spoken to him, and he's like, he's like, oh, you, they asked him the question, are you worried about like how you bowled in the first innings?' He's like, "I'm not worried, I'm working on it," which they which they really drilled in, and they were talking about his wrist position, and they're like, "He knows what he's got to fix." He was telling us this, um, he's gonna fix it up. Sure enough, those first five rocks come down and they go, yeah, it's looking pretty good, isn't it? It's looking pretty good. He's, he's fixed it up a little bit. Just on that 
and I think Gilly's the one talking about it. Like it's looking really good. The thing he bowls that six ball, and it's just like Nick perfectly nicks off court. Shout out to the commentary team. But yeah, I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah, are you a seven or a fox guy? I'm fox purely because of KO. I'm I'm a fox guy. I do traditionally like to watch it on seven, if given my pick, because there's more of the greats on there like punter. Um, mostly just punter. Um, I can't think of anyone else. Uh, well, JL's on there. He can be like good to listen to. I know people think he's a bit of a punch, but I, I enjoy it. Um, I I used to not like him, but during the ODI World Cup, when he was getting behind us again, I enjoyed that. He's, yeah. he, he was very... He's very Australian. He's always going to back us. He goes, we're going to win, and there's no if or buts about it. Yeah. You know a video I watched the other day... And this is just like seven, you know, like behind the scenes, like of the commentary ch- team, like make him, you know, personable. Um, Ricky Ponting doesn't know how to tie a tie. Did that you is, know that? I did not know that. Before all the, like when they're in dress and makeup or whatever, someone has to do it for him. And his, his excuse was he never went to a private school, so he didn't get taught one. So I'm like, I do get private school you get more practice yeah but it's also I feel like something you could learn surely I, I I couldn't agree more that it's something you could learn especially if you needed to learn I'm thinking I remember when I learned how to do a tie and granted it was a schoolboy's not nothing fancy but it was like 10-15 minutes of applying myself and I had that thing on lock and I haven't done a tie up in I'll say years and I reckon if you give me a tie I could bang that thing out right I reckon it's muscle memory yeah I, re- I reckon I could as well um, some of those fancy knots yeah granted they can be tough but I reckon that's another half an hour of, of good practice in you there you're telling me there isn't a YouTube video where it goes 10 steps all you, all you gotta remember yeah you know bunny over the top bunny underneath bunny through or something that's it you need a good like rhyming slang or something to really drill it to memory and then you're golden and I think as you like as a long-serving skimmer of the nation, you'd, you'd think he's worn a few ties in his day. Oh, he'd wear ties. Or is that just one of the great powers of all time? Refusing to learn how to do your tie so people repeatedly have to do your tie for you. I'd almost want to tie Ricky Ponting's tie for him. You know yes. what I mean? Now, in this video, are they putting the tie on his person or are they doing the thing where like, you kind of do it on yourself? Yeah, and you yeah, lift that. And... yeah. But he does send the first one back. So, sure. so so it's like I, I don't know who this guy is, but one of the seven people. Yeah. He's like he's like Tim. Do you know how to do a? Is it a Windsor knot? Yeah. Um, he goes yeah. So he puts it on. He gives it the punt up, and he goes bit long, <laughs> bit long. So you know undoes it back to him. So yeah, no, it's that's what, alpha. Yeah, that's I exactly feel, what I feel I want. Like, I feel like the most alpha would be get them to do it on you. Yeah, because they either up. need to like prom photo you from behind yeah. like wrap you up or they need to be good enough and have the skill to do it the opposite way to what they used to I think I think having someone do it on your person is too much of a power move though because it would it would cause resentment it would be like yeah. dude just fucking learn how to do your own fucking tie so I don't have to do this shit having someone do it on themselves and then pass it over to you is like a great way to quietly pass judgement on someone else oh this is how you do your tie it's not good enough for me do it again well that's the thing you you're in a position where you can talk shit about the tie. Yeah. 
but you yourself couldn't yes. even do that. Exactly right. But no no one's going to pull you up for it. No punter. one. No one's going to pull up punter. Um, so that was a nice video. Shout out to the Channel 7 team. Hope they keep pumping those vids out. Yeah. Big time. Shout out to um, Skull as well on the Fox commentary. That guy is the biggest cracker. <laughs> um, they were talking about the um, the live auction at, lo- at the lunch break for the Fox commentators and how he had gone unsold, I believe. And it's Skull, Mark War, and Ian Smith, who I fucking love in commentary. Ian Smith's voice for cricket. And he also does some rugby league commentary. He's, he's so good at it. But Skull cracks his joke about like no one like no one auctioned or put a bid in for Howie or not a high enough bid. And he just cracks his joke, he says, There were popsticks in the room, they'd all be licking them. And Ian Smith just gets into the biggest laughing fit and it's cut it's like shot perfectly that you see him just like bellowing and he's a big man. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's great, great viewing. I like I, I I listened to the one you're talking about. I like because he has the bellow laugh. But then Skull yeah, has that yeah. wheeze of yeah. a laugh. It's perfect. Yeah. And that wasn't the only um, good cracker he, he brought up, but that's the one in front of mind for me that was made me stomach laugh on the couch watching the cricket. Yeah. And that's pretty, like, if you, if you can make me stomach laugh watching the cricket, you've done a good job. It's tough because there's a lot of time there. Yeah. We're not talking just, like, an 80-minute rugby game where yeah. you, you've written out a couple of punchlines. Yeah. This is like eight hours of content. Yeah, and it was followed up immediately by Mitchell Marsh 4. You love that. And it was just like, it was everything I wanted from a summer of cricket in one moment. There's so much safety in that. Good, A good laugh, a good cracker, Skull laughing, Ian Smith laughing, Mitch Marsh 4, cover drive. Oh, so yeah, safety. <laughs> safety. But, yeah, I'm keen for the Boxing Day test. Hell yeah. It'll be good. Are you going to any cricket? Yeah, I day I want to go to day one of the Sydney test. I think we're going day three, and this morning actually, um, a work colleague messaged me and said might have access some tickets to the the Fox Box Ooh. for the day four. So I'm hoping the test is still going on day four. You like to hope so. Yeah, day. I like day four. Day four is a good day. You most like you normally see action. Yes, there's wickets being taken on day four, and a box is nice, particularly at the cricket. Yes, because you can settle in. Yeah, you can settle in. Well, that'll be delightful. Yeah, so fingers crossed that comes through. Also, um, seeing the great cricketer on the second of Jan, so Jan second through to the sixth, I believe, is just all cricket for me. Who's the guest they got coming for that show? Simon Cadditch. Okay. Um, at the Emerald? Yes. Yeah. I've heard them plugging it. Yeah. Like 90% sold. Pretty pretty big yeah, place pretty big to venue. sell out. I got those I got those um those premium tickets. What I is, splashed. What does that give you? Just close. I up. think you just close to them. Yeah, okay. Something crazy. Are you going with Ted? Ted's going with a mate. I bought two tickets. I think Leo's coming with me if he's in Sydney, which he said he will be, but he obviously is um, got commitments over the New Year's so um, we'll wait and see otherwise I'll just be shooting messages out very fair yeah I think that ties up cricket 
I think that's. Oh, actually, no, 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 not yet. Did you see the um, video of Tom Curran from the Sydney Sixers oh. getting banned for four matches for the running on the pitch? This was outrageous from Tom. Yeah. Now, I think the hatred is elevated a degree because the, the hatred and like outrage at this incident is elevated because he's British. Um. Because he's a pom. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So yeah. I think it's like a warranted pylon. Yeah. I think if it was an Australian, they'd be less. They'd be less like, oh, you can't be doing that. But it is still a ridiculous thing. If if it was yeah, if it was Stark, I'd have every excuse under the sun. Yeah, like you got. What are you kidding? Let him do his thing. Yeah. But for Tom Curran, yeah, that is outrageous. Um, for those who aren't like, there was a video posted. I don't know who posted it, and I don't know in what context. Like, because I'm pretty sure they played tonight, so it wouldn't have been. Was it? Was it yesterday? Maybe a warm up, or was it like before the last game? I have no idea. I've been pretty out of touch with the big bash. This kind of like pushed me back in a little bit. Last game, it was warm up. Yeah, so he's trying to do his warm up, his bowling run up warm up, and he's running onto the pitch, which is a big no no. And the umpire, who looks a lot like a security guard but apparently was an umpire. Sees him do it once, and then like he's like, hey, you can't do that. And Tom Curran's like running up the other end, walking up the other end to start again. And the umpire kind of stands in his way. And then, with, and this is like the most fucked thing of it all, is that he then ru- proceeds to run directly at the umpire out of pride, and then does a little shimmy step right at the moment, and then still runs through the pitch, and the ref's like, what are you doing? And then there's a bit of a, there's some words exchanged, don't know exactly what was said. But a bit of carry on for both parties, I'd say. It was very fast and furious for me. Yeah. It was it was standoff. It was they're in the cars facing each other. Yeah. And just revving revving the engines. Who's yeah. gonna who's gonna swerve off first? It was kind of exciting to watch because watching him start to run at the umpire, like, he's surely not gonna he's surely not gonna just do this, is he? And then he just at the last moment he puts on a shimmy set. I'm like, wow, he he actually did it. Yeah. Everything short of running through the guy. I, I thought he was going to turn off so much sooner. Yeah. Um, but he got one over the umpire. Umpire Sh- stepped first. Well, I'd say shout out to the umpire because I feel like he's held his ground pretty... In a world yeah. where athletes are pretty, like, like to consider themselves pretty high and mighty above the rest. Um, and, of course, he's a pretentious pom. Let's not forget that. I, I rated the, the stare down, give nothing, hold your ground... Um, and I'll be forgiving of a little a little move right at the second because at that point he's probably bracing for contact he's like damn yeah. like the moment of stepping away if he was to step out out of backing down that moment had passed and it was like um, this was like nervous system kind of like clicking in and being like you're about to get run over if you don't take a small step out of the yeah. way could you imagine the head noise Tom Curran has at the moment yeah like I don't think you could be noisier. No. Fuck no. Like, trying to intimidate a cricket umpire during a warm-up is is up there with most Magoo stuff. It is pretty... It's pretty... Ridiculous, isn't it? And it's not even like he has a leg to stand on. And it's for the Big Bash, too. It's for, it is for <laughs> the Big Bash. Um, I was reading it. It's like, only the captains are allowed yeah. on there. And they're not allowed to wear spikes. Yeah. He's not a captain, and he's wearing spikes. Yeah. I kind of think like maybe as we get to Christmas and the glorious sun's shining he's like I could do with a little bit of a break you know 
He, he could shoot back home if he wanted. Yeah, he, he could. Maybe that's home. the plan all along. Um, did you say the Sixers are going to challenge it? I think I did read that. I imagine they kind of have to. They kind of have to stick by him. Do you? Yeah, you're not just going to hang out to dry and be like, that's what you, like, you were wrong in doing that. They're going to, they're going to publicly be like, no, we'll back you. But I feel like in, like, in Sixers HQ, they're like, what you did was fucking dumb. But, like, it's in their interest to be like, we may as well see if we can get this down to two or one game. But is it, is it the same as the NRL when you go to the judiciary and it's like, if you challenge, you get more? Do you reckon the Big Bash has that? I just don't think the Big Bash can afford to be sidelining talent willy-nilly. That's fair. That's a fair point. Could you could you tell me who's good this year or anything about the Big Bash? I believe the Scorchers and the Sixers are still the big dogs. One in the and room. two? Yeah. I think Adelaide... No, the... The Renegades are also somewhat decent. I have watched one game. Yeah. And I, kind of leaving a little secret. I was kind of bored. <laughs> I was kind of bored. Not a, not a good sign. Yeah, I don't know. Big bad. It just doesn't draw me in anymore. I've seen it. I've seen it. I know what's gonna happen. Some blokes gonna hit a few sixes. Some blokes gonna take a few wickets. There'll be some like kind of like village cricket moment. And then the chasing team will do the exact same thing and it might just be enough, it might not. Like, there's no... Ri- I find it hard to extract any real entertainment from it other than, like, hey, that's a big name I know hitting a six. That's pretty cool. I don't even know if I'd watch but the final. Even when, like, a big name hits, like, big runs, it's kind of like, well, yeah, it's the big bash. So it kind of, like, negates itself. You, you should be hitting yeah. big runs. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, shout out to Tom. Shout out to Tom. Hopefully he's back playing soon. <laughs> Bonnie's passed out on my lap. She's had enough of the ball. Might get the occasional sigh or deep moan coming through the mic. Very content though at the moment. Looks yeah, she's very as. settled. She's like one of those um, which I've never, I've never actually had before. One of those weighted blankets. I could do a weighted blanket. I don't have one either. Nice. This is what Bonnie is kind of doing to me right now. I I don't know if it's just me. I'd be kind of worried that if someone broke in, I wouldn't be able to do my thing. You know what I mean? What? Like, if someone broke in and I was under the weight of blanket, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, done yeah, for. Sure. No, but then you get that... I think you'd be fine. Yeah? It's not like you're underneath, like, 40 kilos. It's just like, well, maybe no. Then look, surely it wouldn't go heavy. I think if you, you're a big man, Connor, wouldn't be an issue. Did did I did I tell you about Canberra? Me getting up. Sorry about that. Dad's just texting me from Vietnam. Just showing showing me the villa. How um, is it? Oh, villa. <laughs> yeah. Must be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come, come here. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you some photos. Um. So that's that's the bed. Is that, that your bed? That, that I'll be have, having yet. Oh, wow. a little bathroom to Great it. Great little um, mirror shot um, there from he sent, me, he sent me the desk, yeah. How good's a mirror shot? Yeah, in the landscape. One of the great pastimes of all time, going to Facebook Marketplace and searching mirror and just seeing people take photos of their mirrors. Um, and you can see here a little dining table, living room, and that's our own little pool oh, at the back. Wow. Where, whereabouts in Vietnam is this? Um, Hoi An, which Hoi is An. about an hour south of Da Nang. Da Nang. From what I've been told. Very nice. Um, 
Now, another while while I'm on my phone, another bit of content that I just got. Did you get a message from Ted? Uh, possibly. My notifications are not on. Teddy's just sent me a lead picture. It's him with a new oh, hat. Oh, yes. And he looks phenomenal. Yeah. He's, for reference, he's got the new punters and dribblers hat from Hello Sport, um, off-white. Yeah. He was talking about it this morning. Ask him, ask him if it's shallow. He was worried this morning that it might be too shallow for his head. Well, obviously, Ted's got a, a gorgeous dome on him. Or oh, one of the all-time melons. Yeah. He was, he was, it sparked a debate about whether or not hat sizing should exist and Lachlan Faulkner, other friend of the show, was very um, vocal about how you should never buy hats online because you never know how they fit. Now, when he said that, I was kind of thinking, yeah, as a guy with big ears, I'd be concerned too. Yeah. But for the rest of us, it's pretty quite on. See, I'm not a hat guy. I'm not, <laughs> not a knock on you, Fog, for big ears, but it's true. Uh, I, I'm, I'm no big ears like Fog. Yeah. But I'm... I'm similar in the camp in the sense that if I get a hat that's too deep, it pushes my ears out and sure. makes them worse. Which is why the long hair is nice. It sort of hides... It covers it. it covers the ears yeah. a bit. And a fog knows that. He's, yeah. he's gone the same pathway. Yeah. So I am with him in the sense that I need my caps shallow. Yeah. Now you've actually just reminded me of another thing from the cricket coverage of Michael Vaughan at the lunchtime break or the tea break um, and he's wearing a a brim like a boater hat is that what it's called like where the brim goes like the all the way down yeah kind of like a straw yeah 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 he's wearing that and I don't know if this is deliberate if it's, if it's how you style these hats or if it's just a shocker that Fox have let go through to the keeper but he's wearing this hat and on the side that you, of his face that you can see more of his ears positioned normally but the hat's obviously sitting a little bit lower on his other side due to the nature of the hat and his ear is tucked down like that no it's not it is it is and it was all I could think about now if you which might add some legitimacy to the point that you have made and that Lockie made this morning that hat like hat sizing is important. Now, would you rather have your ears stick out a little bit or tuck them in? Let, oh. let, this, this hat doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. It's too deep. You have to do one or the other. You have to let the ears come over and stick out a little bit more, or you got to grab them best and tuck them in. I don't think I'm tucking. I'll say that. I don't think I'm tucking. Really? I think I'm letting them... Sli yeah, I think I'm letting them slightly fall down. Like, being pushed down. See, I've never been a tucker. I've never had... I've never... I'll be I'll be in a privileged position here, Connor. I've never had to make a decision. Yeah, that's fair. Neither. Apart from, like, the baggy blue back in the day. Possibly. Which I was always... I wasn't... I was, I was doing those ones. Yeah, I did those as well. And those ones being pushing my ear down. Yeah. Um, Teddy has said, it fits well... But any any bigger head and it's over was was his words. Yeah, so yeah. He's done well there then. Now Tori hasn't liked it. She fucking hates Harry Potter. She puts it into like the geek, like Lord of the Rings, like Star Wars yeah. categories. But I 
needed something to watch, so I watched Death the Hallows Part Two, Harry Potter. Yeah. Fucking loved it. Yeah. Still holds up. Does hold up. Um. Just before I continue, the the scene with Snape. Um, that's the flashback one. The memories, yeah. When he says always, I was a little tear in the eye. Oh, it's a tearjerker. Fuck. He's he's up there with one of the all-time characters. So yeah. well written. Um, so then I was like, all right, I'm gonna go watch part one then. Sure. I'm oh. surprised you didn't start there, but yeah. Well, see, that was the thing. I've done I've done it in the complete opposite order. Yeah. So I've done part one because I was like, I don't want to commit to the whole thing. But then I watched part two. And I was like, I really fucking. I, wa- I love this yeah so I watched part one I was like still good then I watched Half-Blood Prince I was like this Half-Blood right. Prince I reckon is better than part one Half-Blood Prince we decided as a house is the best one yeah it's great yeah so it's, it's got twists and it's um Sam um our housemate my housemate loves Harry Potter and started We've we've just we're coming off. We're still in a big Harry Potter case at the moment. Yeah. I think we started Prisoner of Azkaban, so we skipped the first two and we've done all of them since. He made the good point that the sixth one is the best because it's serious, but it's also like a lot of the films just them being kids and having fun, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, it just like gets super good and serious and is a vibe. And then I'll let you in on a little Sunday we had here couple of weeks ago we were all pre- I can't remember what we had on the Saturday but we were pretty dusty we it's going to give me serious fun right? yeah it will it would it was it was great we went to Gordon's Bay in the morning oh delightful yeah just to just to wash off the sins of the night before we've come back here we've gone to Clams gotten some fantastic chicken sizzle rolls so good $9.50 like you just can't do better than that Yeah. now it's probably like 2 o'clock 3 o'clock I think it's, I think the, the deadline was three o'clock. Yeah, we've come up here. Uh, there's five of us, I believe: Reeve, Leo, Sam, and Alex, and myself. We pump the AC and we just go Deathly Hallows Part One into Deathly Hallows Part Two, back to back with a short intermission with watermelon and snacks, and it was one of the great days of all time. It would have been chilly up here as well. Oh, it was so nice. I know. Were there blankets getting around? There was... I had a blanket on for some time. Yeah. Um, which is just a... A real naughty treat for myself. Yeah. You know, it's like 32 degrees outside. I've just got the air cut on the blanket on. Yeah. Um, there's like... Um, there's those fantastic crackers going around. Salt and vinegar, so good. Um, there's killer pythons getting around. There's watermelon. And we are just riffing on this thing. And it's... Yeah. Continued so for our house Christmas, I actually bought um, the Lego Harry Potter oh, so collectibles, um, which which if our heart desires, we as soon as we finish yeah. this, we can we can we can get an hour into it. So fucking good. Um, and Sam has been playing Hogwarts Legacy on his Xbox, and he's got the sickest looking character, but. Fate has twisted the knife and his Xbox One has received the ring of death. <laughs> it won't turn <laughs> The red ring. <laughs> no one knows why. Yeah, fuck. It is interesting because there is a point I... So then I've gone back to one. Yeah. And one, it's such a different flavour and taste yeah. to the other ones. 
like half the movie is just them like walking around and just chatting and figuring out stuff and is just it being good? kids because maybe because I came from the last ones I haven't really enjoyed it it had that nostalgic feel yeah. which I liked yeah but I found that I would get to bits and I was just bored yes I, I was just like come on guys like you've got to be sharper than this you got to figure it out yeah but then you realise first year at Hogwarts yeah it's so big like they don't know who to trust they're setting seeds early like first movie is very heavy on Snape yeah, being it's... evil so yeah I do remember that I remember that because the cutscenes from the Lego Harry Potter well they don't speak but they verbalise through moans and groans and noises and I'm at the bit where uh, they think Snape's um, sabotaging Harry on the broom the Quidditch yeah. match yeah and I'm playing as Hermione and Ron trying to get to him and like stop it um, and yeah it, it reminded me that they really do him dirty and I it, pondered, it begged the question do you reckon they, do you reckon J.K. Rowling when she wrote the first books knew what Snape's character was going to be at the end? Yes. You do think that? Yeah. Now, I'm not a big J.K. Rowling fan because I think she's just a bit magoo. Sure. And she just like responds to everything on yeah. Twitter. I, I just don't like it. It's a safe view to have. Though. But I think she's a great writer. I, I back her to have had the plot and like that character sure. the whole way. Agreed. Okay. Well, um, I, I, I'm on myself. I'm like, but I haven't. I've read the books once, and I audio booked them as well. So I feel like you probably retain less. I haven't seen every time I watch the movies. I usually start from four and go on. I yeah. kind of brush the first three. Now, I watched the first one last night, so I'm very like yeah. on top of it. That scene when they think Snape's um, cursing him on the broom. Yeah. When you watch that in the movie, it's so obvious who's actually doing it. Yes, it's... Now, I remember watching it as a kid, absolutely no idea. Yeah. Thought Snape was the worst guy in the world. And then there's that twist at the end. You watch it, and it couldn't be clearer what's happening. <laughs> now, is that because I know Snape's, you know, not this evil guy? Maybe. Yeah. But I'm watching it, and Snape's, like, bottom left of the screen. And whoever that guy with the... The Voldemort on the back of his head is top right and yes. like it, the staging for the shot couldn't no, be more obvious yeah um, but I'd forgotten about the whole Philosopher's Stone thing I, just, I don't know what that is I forget the relevance of it well that's the thing it just get Dumbledore just destroys it I sure. think in the end it like keeps Harry alive I think and then Dumbledore's like you know what we're getting rid of it and the mirror do you remember the mirror where he went to see his parents yeah yes I remember that yeah well that's that's like how he gets the stone in the end it's it's a whole thing but interesting I like my memories of that is the chess game yes the Quidditch scene yep um uh and that's about it one thing the Lego Harry Potter game reminded me of is that now at the beginning and I'm going off Lego Harry Potter here so it could be wrong mm. but I completely forgot at the beginning of the film is there an owl that delivers Harry his like Hogwarts letter? Yeah. And do they then leave the house and go to like a like a like a deserted island tower? Yes. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually it's it's actually a good scene. So first letter comes. Well, who's just going to weird the island? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, towers and islands. So first letter comes through. Harry goes to grab it, and the dad, whatever his name is, snatches it and burns it. Vern. Is, is his name Vern? Vern? I couldn't couldn't Vernon? tell you. 
Could, like, honestly, no idea. Didn't, yeah. didn't listen. Next day, two letters come. Burns both of them. Yeah. The day after, three, and so on. Yeah. Until, at some point, it's, it's Christmas Day or something, and he's closed the letterbox door thing. Yeah. And they all come through the chimney. And yes. flood the house. That's in there. That's... Yeah. yeah. So then, he's going like cuckoo. Yeah. So then, he's like, we've got to get out of here. If we move places, they won't find us. So they book a holiday at a lighthouse. Weird. And there's a storm. <laughs> yeah. And Harry's sleeping on the floor. Yeah. And then, big old Hagrid... Big age comes in. ...kicks down the door. Yeah. Weapon. Um, weird scene, but good scene. I just completely... I, Watching that back, albeit through Lego narration, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Honestly, you forget so much about the movies. Yeah. Which has been the nice thing going back through. Yeah. But I wouldn't be rushing back to the first one. You could almost just watch the end. Well, I think I will watch it. I'll watch, I want to watch the first three because obviously we just watched all of them and I didn't watch. I missed the third. I missed Azkaban, so I decided from four. And I feel like I need to do myself the service of going through and watching all of them. Tonight, Joel. Possibly. Is that us? I think so. I've got Harry Potter on the mind. On, on the mind now, so I think that's a good place to leave it. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Don't know when this will be out, but ho ho ho. <laughs> but hopefully Bonnie, soon. You're gonna say Merry Christmas, Bonnie. And she's just a Bonnie for hell of an app yeah she's just sleeping now great engagement she's had her fun alright Merry Christmas all see ya bye bye